Good morning, everybody, and welcome. In case you hadn't noticed, today is no November 6th, isn't that right? So November is passing quickly, and in two weeks' time, this church year finishes with the Feast of Christ the King. And for those of you who have grown up in other climates, like up in New York or Canada or Ireland or anywhere like that, you notice that the month of November, and you don't notice it too much here, but things start to sort of wind down, isn't that right? Like uh, plants and flowers and even the grass, uh, the leaves fall off the trees, etc. Nature begins to, in a sense, die off, isn't that right? And so during the month of November, the church invites us to think about end times, okay, the end of life. And the first thing this, uh, in the, along those lines the church suggests is that we think about those who have gone before us, that is, our deceased parents, grandparents, friends, etc., etc. And we're invited to think about them and to pray for them in a special way during this month of November. And of course, we mentioned last week about this uh, bowl over here beside the Easter candle, and it's a reminder to us again that in that bowl you're encouraged and invited to drop off the names of, you've inscribed, of your deceased relatives, whereby during the month of November, we pray for them in a, in a special way. So November, as I say, in many ways is dedicated to those who have gone before us. But it's also dedicated not just to them, I think it's also dedicated to us. And in a sense, it's a reminder to us of the brevity of human existence and the fact that life is short. So we better always keep the end in mind. And sometimes we forget about that, that the end can come so very quickly. So along with praying for those who've gone before us during the month of November, I suggest that also we think about ourselves and we think about how we prepare for the afterlife. And you know, on Sundays when we, when we recite the, uh, the creed at mass, every Sunday we say these words, uh, we pray uh, that your will be done. Uh, um, um, what exactly is it now? We pray for the living and the, what is about the living and the dead? What is that phrase in the creed? He will come again, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. How many times have we, have we recited those words? And how much attention do we pay to those words? That he will come, this Christ who, will, who is a king, will come as a judge. And that he will separate the good from the bad. It's a scary kind of proposition when we really think about it. That, that there is judgment and we need to be prepared for that. And I suggest that uh, in, in the readings today, especially the gospel reading, that in a sense, it doesn't give us a full explanation of what we need to do in the meantime, but it indicates one area in particular that I think is very, very important, 
and we need to continually keep it in mind, okay? And how it's done is two, two characters, or two groups of characters are compared in the gospel reading today. First of all, and one it suggested that one we, we, we don't take it to heart because in a sense we ignore it, and the other one we truly do take it to heart. The first one are the scribes, the scribes in, at the time of Jesus. Those individuals were spent, they were supposed to be a prayerful people. But nevertheless, if, if you paid attention to the reading today, Jesus was very, very critical of them. He says, the, the, prayed, he says, the, the prayed around, he says, uh, in long garments. Uh, he says, they love the places of honor. They love the places of honor at, at banquets and front seats in particular places. He says, they devour the, the, the uh, money of widows. And also he says, they repeat long prayers. In essence, what he's saying about, about those, uh, and they were the educated ones of the day. Well, in essence, what he's saying is that those individuals, that their hearts were not in it. That is, they were, in a sense, operating at the external level. And in, the focus was upon themselves, rather the focus upon, upon God and upon other people. So that's one group of people. And, and basically what Jesus is saying to us, make sure not to imitate them or you're not, going to get to, you're not going to get very far. And then he takes you to, he takes you to the, other, the other character. The other character in the reading today is a poor widow. And you'll notice if, if you listen to the, to the wording with regard to the widow, obviously she was, she was sort of sneaking quietly into, into the temple. And so Jesus called to his disciples and he says, pay attention to this lady. They were already, the disciples already, already saw, already saw what, what the other people were doing, the scribes. But he says, pay attention to this lady. And we know that this lady dropped two copper coins into the treasury. And we're told that sort of represented her life savings. And Jesus says, this woman has given more than all the others together because they've given from their surplus whereas she has given from her want. So basically, basically this, woman, this woman loved the Lord so much that she was prepared to give him her all. Her life was a life of surrender, surrender to the God who created her. And Jesus said, Jesus basically what he was saying to his disciples was, if you really want to be my disciple, then you need to act as she acted. Because you may recall a couple of weeks ago, the disciples were arguing among themselves about which of them was the greatest. And in this instance, Jesus is saying is this poor woman who in reality is what we call a nobody, a nobody in the eyes of the world. She is the one who was fulfilling God's will in her life. She is the one who is living true religion. So having said that to you today, I'm not saying that for all of you, I'm saying she is the one to be imitated. I'm not saying to you, you need to divest yourself of everything 
that you have. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that at all. All, all. all I'm saying is that you need to be what we call good stewards, good stewards of what the Lord has given you. And if you truly believe in him and you want to fulfill his will in your life, then you give generously. You give generously, especially to those who are in need because they are God's children as much as you are. And also the fact that they, are, they don't have anything is not necessarily their own fault on all occasions. And hopefully, hopefully by doing that, by being what we call a generous giver, uh, to be sacrificial in, in your life, then you're imitating who he was in his life. That is, he surrendered his life for you and for me. So the more we attempt to sacrifice and surrender in our lives, the more we grow in our relationship with him. And hopefully because of that, when the time of our judgment comes along, hopefully the Lord will look at us and say, well done, you good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Amen.